Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Well, clearly it's not Glenn Van Zutphen, but Timothy Go and Neil Humphreys with you. We have with us a man I've guest starred before as well, and it's always fun talking to you, Hosan. Hosan Leong, welcome to the Weekend Mornings. Thank you very much, guys. Hi, everyone. Good morning. It's not often. I'm going to say it. Embarrass the man. It's not often we have a genuine legend, apart from me, on this show. But no, this morning we do. I'm a big fan of this guy, and I'm going to kick it off by saying, I always say this, I've told you this before, 1997, I first saw Hosan, and I was with my wife, and it was because a friend of mine, Singaporean guy, was an a cappella singer. Do you remember this? And it was an a cappella singing competition, I think. And it was at Victoria Theatre. Yeah. And it would have been 97. It was 97. Yeah, I vaguely remember and, that. And you was, an M- you was the MC. That's right. I, I said to my wife, my then girlfriend, who is this guy? He <laughs> never stops. Because, and this ties in nicely with his show, his 50th birthday show, is that Singaporean audiences are not always the easiest. There's a kind of unsaid agreement that I've paid my money, I've bought my ticket, you entertain. Right. If I like you, I will respond. If I don't, I will start looking at my phone. Right. I mean, that's pretty much, <laughs> even if I like you, I might start looking at my phone. So you've got to work an audience in Singapore. And the man sitting beside me works an audience like I've never seen. And that's Thanks, absolutely yeah. true. Thank you very much for those kind words. But can you imagine 1997, there was no mobile phones? No, no, it was better, it was right? harder. No, it was harder because then they just talked to one another yeah. in front of you. I never <laughs> thought of that. 1997, wouldn't they have pagers by then? Looking. Oh, it was even worse, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Page me now, page me now. It's too boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, so 50 years yeah. old, young, 50 years young, life begins at 50. Yeah. And that's what everyone we're, says. We're here to talk about your show. 50. Yeah. Hosan 50. Hosan. I saw it on Thursday at the National Library yeah, at the Drama Theatre there. Coming. Absolutely yeah. magnificent. I've got a new moniker for you. Yeah. What do you think of this? You're the Hugh Jackman of Singapore. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh, you like okay. that? Well, it's got quite a big compliment. Thank you. Because you do everything. The because showman. He, well, yeah, he's he showman. You are the showman. showman, right? He just did his one man show. That's as right. Well. Uh, my sister saw it. Yeah. World tour in, in Sydney, is it? Where, yeah, my sister saw it in London. Uh, and she told me, yeah. fantastic. Okay. Essentially, what he, he sings, he tells the odd joke, he performs, he occasionally has a musical component. He's this man beside me is our Hugh Jackman. There is nothing you can't do, and that show confirmed it. Thank you. So thank what do you, you think of that? I actually mentioned Hugh Jackman to my friends <laughs> the other day and saying, oh, wow, if only I could go on world tour. No, just kidding. No. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Don't well, you do Singapore Day tour? Yeah, Singapore, I do. What is I it do. called? Singapore, Singapore Day. Yeah. yeah, we go around cities every year to, to entertain the Singaporeans abroad. Mm. But yeah, thank you for those kind words, Neil. Thank no, you. No, I'll preface <laughs> it, and then you can tell us. So basically, Hosan's uh, show to celebrate his 50th birthday, singing, stand-up. How did it come about? Well, it came about about a year ago when actually I contracted a very deadly bacterial infection mm. uh, called myeloidosis, and um, it was quite scary. So I saw that. And I asked you about that. What yeah. exactly? So is it, that? it's a bacteria that's found in soil and mud, and very it's it's in Southeast Asia, in tropical countries, really. So somehow it got into my bloodstream, and I got very very sick, and it, I was in hospital for about ten days, and thereafter six months on an antibiotic drip. And you know, while lying in hospital, I thought, wow, I'm alive. So I've got a lot of things to be grateful for, a lot of people to be grateful for. So 
I thought, why don't I celebrate life with this 50th birthday show and thank everyone? And so this show came about while I was lying on my hospital bed about a year ago. So I thought, okay, you know, grab my, my best friend Ben, Mr. Miyagi, and um, let's write a show together and, and go out with a big bang because this will be my last big concert. Really? I mean, yeah. I know you said you're not retiring. Obviously, we know no, I'm that. Not re- I'm but- not retiring, but this, I would say, incarnation of Hosanna, this, this stand-up comedian that does big shows like mm-hmm. this on his own, I need to take a back seat because I'm 50. I want to do other things. I want to direct more. I want to, to tell people, hey, you've got a show coming up. Uh, you've got a private gig coming up. I can creative consult for you. I can direct for you. I can get new talent in for you. You know, so I want to give other people a chance as well to show their talent. Right. Not just, you know, be in the front man all the time. So I've got lots of amazing talent coming up from La Salle, from Nafa. People who come back from overseas and I go like, hey, you guys, get on stage because you are, it's your turn to shine. Right, right. Yeah. I've just realised he's not Hugh Jackman because Hugh Jackman doesn't direct. You're better than Hugh oh. Jackman. Oh. There we go. He's, he <laughs> is Hossein Leon. Yeah, yeah, he is basically. Yeah, he's a Tarantino, but Tarantino's oh. a terrible actor. He's a terrible actor, Tarantino. Well, I, I don't, I, let's just not compare. I mean, yeah, with all different kidding. people. You so, are the Hossein Leon of Singapore. I mean, so you don't want to be celebrity. Um, Have I mean, you been called an artist? You know, back in the days, mm. we were all artists. As so we were saying, what, what, what does it mean? What exactly. What is well, it? If you put the word con in front of it, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, very well said. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. Well, you know, I mean, work is work, you know. Yeah. We all have our jobs to do and my job is to entertain. Right. You give joy and happiness to people and that's what basically, interestingly, I want to do. Mm. Um, so if people want to put a label and say celebrity artist or whatever, it and doesn't Now they matter. have a new one called Cole. K-O-L. What's that? Key opinion leaders. Influencers and shit. I think influencers, when you're ill, you need to see a doctor. Exactly. So now they change that to coal. And I'm like, what is a coal? Coal. Sounds like an eyeliner to me. (laughs) Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But as I say, so this show, I watched it on Thursday. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. How did you get the concept for it? What did you say what you wanted to include? Basically, it was very, very personal. All Mm. the stories were real. And then Ben and I helped, he helped me craft it in such that, you know, the, the, the stories linked. And then I wanted to link all these stories with songs, with songs that mean something to me, that mean something to the audience as well. And then the Disney princesses came about because I wanted to talk about a little statement about, you know, girls, women, you know, you can do it too. Everyone's equal. That was it really. And then we started crafting it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I must say, the... Because I'd forgotten, I'd read beforehand that uh, Hosan was going to do a Disney princess thing. <laughs> but when it already, it gives you value for money, this guy. I have, I have to say that to the, to the Kiasu listening out there right now. You know, go buy a ticket for this so show. Sometimes we count how many costume changes, right, to make your money work exactly. for a show. Or how many people are on stage. And or, they go, or, why are you so expensive? I'm like, yes. as compared to who? You know, yeah. I mean, so well, if it's a one-man show, we count how many times you change your clothes, especially if you're watching Barbara hey, Streisand. He'd already done an hour plus. He'd already done an hour plus, and I'm thinking, hang on a minute, Disney Princess. He hasn't done it yet. How long is this thing? Yeah. And then he did it, and it, hey, it blew me away. Wow. The Disney Princess. I won't spoil it. Just people listening. How many Disney Princesses did you do? It's I a did, lot, right? I did eight. So we, on the on the flyer, we have seven princesses. So there's one secret princess that will yes, that will right. come out. And secret the secret princess that will blow everyone away. <laughs> what it's been uh, you've been doing it for almost two weeks now you have one more week to go that's right Uh, we'll talk about tickets later but what has been the high points for you what has surprised you you I won't say disappointed you but what has maybe shocked you Um, with the response 
everything has been really, really positive, and mm. I am actually very overwhelmed by the response because. You know, it's it's hard putting up a show and you don't know the response until opening night. And on opening night, it was just non-stop laughter and applause and and everyone's been really wonderful on, on social media saying how much they laughed and they, they, they don't need to go to the gym. They've got abs from laughing. Yeah. Laughter, you cry. Laughter, mm-hmm. stomach ache. Laughter, you cannot you go toilet. Everything. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm at the stage where I can only do better in every show now yeah. and just continue to do, be consistent really at the end of the day because it's show I've got about 10 more shows to go and that's about 6,000 people to come and watch wow yeah. I've always wondered how do you do how do you be consistent on stage when you're doing it night after mm. night after night I can't even be consistent on the radio <laughs> <laughs> on my sixth and day do you, and do you tweak it along the way because um, I know comedians do that if something gets more of a laugh than they thought right? or less of a laugh than yeah. they thought do you st- yeah. are you still tweaking or I you do st- no I, I, I do now, yeah? I, on the spur of the moment actually because mm. Sometimes I get a, at a, a, I wouldn't say a heckle, but a comment or a big ha or something, and I pick up on that. Yeah. yeah, or a joke doesn't happen, and then I go, mm, did that work? But then by, by now, it's been honed to such a. I know that okay, these are this is set already. I can't change it. But there will be, for example, you saw there's that dog bit I do. The come on, mate, go. Yeah, yeah that one was completely improvised. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit I like. I like the bits that look improvised, where I suspect probably was improvised, <laughs> and then you've worked it into the show. And I know how it works. The, the little bit I like, I like the silly things. I won't give anything <laughs> away. But there's a, I like the bit with the apple. <laughs> that just got me because I don't know if that started as an improv and then you, or you, on that night you just messed around with the guy I, in the I audience. Kept messing around. Every night is different. <laughs> I love interactions with audience. You know. And there's an interaction with the audience with an apple oh towards dear. the end. That I just love that. I just don't... That's so That's a one-time thing with the apple then. Well, every night, um, a different I meet different people okay. in the audience and uh, whoever's sitting right in front, <laughs> jang, jang, jang. So yeah. how do you decide who... Um, is it the one looking at their phone all the time? No, actually, I've been mean, very, very fortunate. Hardly anyone looks at phone. Except when I sing, though. Apparently, someone said that every time I finish telling jokes and I go to a song, some people immediately whip up their phones. Happened when I was watching you. Check messages. I know. That's the break. And it's break like, time. Really? You, you mean you can't wait another hour until the show ends? You have to check whether anyone messaged you? But that's the thing. It's uh, really audiences irritating. today have changed. Oh. Um, there was a yes. time when... We all know you go to the theater and you don't look at your phone. It's called we, we respect. Yeah, exactly. of course it is. Yeah. Now you have to be told to switch yeah. your phone off. Yeah. And yeah. I recently was in a show uh, in the U.S. Mm. and the ushers gave up because oh, okay. everyone was just taking and the it's video. An entitlement, so it's in the right? U.S. It's interesting you say the U.S. because sometimes Singaporeans get a bad reputation. Oh, it's just you. It's actually not. No, 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 it's no, everywhere. No, no, no. It's everywhere. And it's the self-entitlement that how dare you tell me to turn off my phone? Yes. What if it's an emergency? I'm like, if you're emergency, don't come to the theater. Exactly. <laughs> you well, know? your one was particularly good because, and I say this, it sounds negative, but it's actually a positive. I only saw one person in the whole theater okay. because this has become my obsession now. I don't mm. go to the cinema that much anymore because I get into too many arguments with people. I understand. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I don't know if you do this, but I literally buy the ticket at the last minute and I check how if there's no one in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I'll even sit now slightly closer to the cinema screen mm. hoping that anyone with the phone is behind me because right. I get into arguments. There's mm. only one guy at your show, mm. and uh, but he was on my row and he was about 10 seats down. Okay. But, and it was when the songs. Only yeah. the songs. Only the songs. Yeah, and I I'm know. trying to get the Ashes' attention to... Yeah. 
you know. But no. he's too far. I would have screamed at him, but he's yeah. too far away. <laughs> Good thing it was only one person. Right. Second thing is, people listening, if you're still going to see the man beside me, <laughs> switch it. <laughs> so will you do yeah. a Patty Lupone or Hugh Jackman uh, yeah. and address that phone issue if it bothers you while you're on stage performing? I think for me, because it's a one-man show, I can and I probably Definitely. will if the phone rings. If yeah, because I can't, frankly, I can't see the people using their phones because the the, the light the, because of the spotlight. I can't really see it, but it, it does ring. <laughs> so that would be a Hugh Jackman moment. That go go pick, a, it, pick it up. Yeah. Pick it up. <laughs> no, I would say, can I answer that phone for you? Because it obviously is someone you know. And I'll go. I'll talk to the person. Mm-hmm. And I think I've done it before, once or twice. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> so what yeah. have been? I mean, the high points for you so far. What have been the standout moments um, in the first couple of weeks? For me, it's actually more the uh, the the realization when the joke lands properly um, and people laugh because like I said every night is different you, and people laugh at different points nowadays yeah. and sometimes you've got kids in the audience and they cackle at, the, the, at everything at my twitch or my face or, and they cackle yeah. and, and it, it's really fun and it warms my heart because at the end of the day I, and I go outside to sign autographs and say hello to people and all that and I get all these amazing comments so I would really like to thank the people that have come to see the show and said those kind words to me it really means a lot because it like I said in the, at the end of the show, it spurs me to carry on entertaining and making people happy. No, it's a very uh, it's a very poignant show. I think that's important. <laughs> I enjoyed that part of it. It's also a very self deprecating show, which I enjoy a lot. I, I, that's which my, is which is what comedy should be. It should be. I yeah. mean, that's my stock in trade. But you don't <laughs> see a lot of it in Singapore. You know, we don't have a sense of humour from the mm. top down. Sometimes <laughs> we've got a bit of a face saving <laughs> obsession. There's one part I particularly like. Well, there's lots of parts I like, <laughs> yeah. but there's one part I like. Like where you get a lot of laughs mm. by not being on stage. And th- and I don't want to give anything away. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know the bits I mean? When you're doing your quick costume changes, right? Yeah. And there's yeah. It, it involves yeah. the Disney princesses. That's all I'll say. And because- I've asked for that bit to be a screensaver. Can you imagine? It's brilliant. <laughs> he, he, on the big screens behind, there are big screens on the stage, and he's in his dresses, and, and he's pulling all these pouty faces. I was crying with laughter. I mean, I was crying with laughter. <laughs> this is a man who, you know, doesn't want to take himself so seriously and people are roaring with <laughs> laughter the man's not even on stage <laughs> but he's getting laughs you know while he's in his costume change and I thought this is what it's all about this is a Singaporean guy with a Singaporean audience predominantly not afraid to laugh at himself everybody's laughing mm. all ages kids mm. retirees everybody in the middle it's wonderful and I'll, I'm going to get emotional now but I, I, I think it's great that here we are in the year 2019 mobile phone generation and this man can still get three four generations Medeca generation as he mentions on stage, yeah. Pioneer Generation, and everybody in between. He gets them in an audience. He gets them laughing consistently throughout. I mean, it's a gift. It's a gift. Thank you. And how do you do it? How do you find material that will appeal from the Pioneer and Merdeka Generation all the way to the Kankan kids? Well, you know, I, I think for me, it's about being... And the foreigners. And the foreigners. Well, mm. I think it's about being relatable, being real. Because at the end of the day, for me, stand-up comedy and humour is about what happens around you. And mm-hmm. what happens around me in Singapore happens to the people that come to see the show too. So they go, oh my goodness, yes, that happened to me. Um, do you know, right, after the show, I've had texts from people saying, 
you have no idea. I li- I live in this condo. D apostrophe whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know and that one. I went home in a Honda vessel. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And the taxi driver drove me to Clemenceau Avenue. This is this on the in the show. <laughs> yeah. So. I get all this feedback that people actually live my humour. You know? No, it's great. He does this great bit. Again, I won't spoil it away about pretentious French that's used <laughs> pretentious in, French. In, in Singapore. French and pretentious pre- street. Preten- yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it, but see, but pretentious English. I've written about this before. Marina Bay Sands, the shoppies. It's the shops. The, the shoppies, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Ye old. I hate all that stuff. Ye oldie. You know that, by the way, that ye oldie was, didn't mean anything. It, mean it, it was added later. <laughs> it, you know, ye old bakery means nothing <laughs> but you're seeing it now in Singapore aren't you with the bakeries Everywhere. the cupcakes there it's is a bakery pre- that's called the yeast in French Oh, it, it's either pretentious <laughs> French or pretentious English but it's all in his show we need it's all in his show for that you, <laughs> yeah, I know right got the it's yeast like, yeah. you look at it it's like, I think I've got oh, it now oh dear so <laughs> we better wrap this segment up so tell us you've got a week left yeah where can we get tickets what should we do well I'm actually going to say it right now that I'm officially sold out brilliant there are no more thank I you I haven't bought tickets oh, yet oh Tim um, I'm trying I'm trying but it, I go on cystic and I mean I'm not cystic so I can't do anything about it anymore more. But hey, it's a good but thing. It's a good thing, and I'm very grateful for all the people who have come to see the show, who are trying to get tickets. I've been getting messages on Facebook saying, "Can you extend? Can you extend?" I can't because Drama Center's book for another show right mm. after I end. But don't worry because I'll be coming back in November with a brand new musical called A Spoonful of Sherman, where we sing songs from Mary Poppins, can't The wait. Jungle Book, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, everything that you hear on Walt Disney shows. We're gonna sing those songs. So just very briefly, that. yeah, my wife. Mm walked down the aisle when she got married to me to feed the birds. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> she is, we have an entire wall, our feature oh. wall, in our apartment in Singapore. Yeah. Half of it's Mary Poppins, half oh, of it is Disney. You've got to come for this. Now oh, we're going. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. You've mentioned this. I have to ask you, what did your wife think about the new remake of the Mary Poppins oh, movie? Oh, yeah. Well, she, she knew she was going to be a pain in the backside to watch it. And, she, and true enough, she was, but she behaved herself as much as possible. <laughs> I, I This is sacrilege to my wife, mm-hmm. but I don't have the emotional connection that she has to Mary Poppins <laughs> I thought the second film was better no it wasn't Mary Poppins. It I was, liked it a lot there was something I, I my wife right? just thought it was okay I had a slight problem with Lin-Manuel because I mean the rap was really unnecessary I felt my wife had a we're going off tangent slightly but my <laughs> wife had a big big she's read all the books she's obsessed got the dresses everything my wife had a big problem with the song where she becomes all cockney and um, and, and guttural yeah. because she yeah. said that's not Mary that's Poppins not Mary, yeah. she didn't have such an issue with the cockney accent it was mm. more it was it was borderline a sleazy song and, and she said that's <laughs> not Mary Poppins she had a big issue with that but um, no we can't wait for the Sherman thing because yeah, yeah, um, at least, yeah. so this 50 mm. is not your last show it's my last big concert big solo concert. show I will still be working on solo shows maybe in, in, in private More gigs intimate, private gigs venues, but, uh, right. yeah, yeah D&Ds and stuff like that because that's very my bread and butter well, hey, I tell you what when yeah. Barbara Streisand had her farewell tour mm. in 1999 <laughs> she's had a few she's had a few yeah. yeah exactly and then she just kept coming back with a farewell tour yeah I mean for me this at the moment this is going to be it because like I said it's really take, it's taken a toll on a lot of things but the pros have outweighed the cons so I will be going in a different direction Mm -hmm. but I will still continue to make people laugh I just want to say that 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. Uh, Hosan, thank you very much for that. Unfortunately, you. if you guys want to watch, uh, tickets are sold out, but keep checking. Uh, yeah, you never know for returns or. Exactly. Yeah, you never know. It's a great show. Thank you. Hosan Leong, right here on Weekend Mornings on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.